We are, we are great this day. Holy Spirit, we praise you. Holy Ghost, we thank you. Holy Spirit, we honor you. We enter into your presence with thanksgiving and into your court with praise. Lord, we thank you. We give you honor and glory. We bless your most holy name. We give honor, we give adoration, Lord God Almighty. Thank you in the name of Jesus. Blessed are you, glorious are you, Lord. Wonderful are you, beautiful are you, Lord. Holy Spirit, we praise you. You that works in us, to will and to do. Lord, we worship you. You that works in us and speaks in us. You that hearts in us, we worship you. We give honor to you, we give glory to you, Lord. Be thou exalted, Lord, forever in the name of Jesus. Awesome God, you are great. Awesome God, you are good. Marvelous God, you are kind. We love you, Lord. We honor you, our God. Great is your faithfulness. Great is your faithfulness, O Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Great is thy faithfulness, O God our Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not thy compassions, they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever will be. Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies we see. All we have needed, our hands are provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto us. Lord, great is thy faithfulness indeed in our lives. In the name of Jesus, we worship you. We bless your name. Please, Lord, receive our praises and our thanksgiving this moment in the name of Jesus. As we come to your presence, O oh Lord, we pray 
that in the name of Jesus, you will fill us with yourself. You will fill us with your presence also. You will fill us with your power. You will fill our mouth tonight in the name of Jesus. That our, our mouth will speak your wisdom. Our mouth will speak your glory. Our mouth will speak your will. Our mouth will speak your heart in the name of Jesus. In the Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus. Through your word today, you will reveal your heart unto us. In the name of Jesus. Lord, how we should conduct ourselves as Christians in the world. We pray that the Lord teach us well and teach us again and again in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray for everyone that will be joining up. That Lord, you bless every one of us and those that will be downloading, hearing. Lord, we pray that in the name of Jesus, all of us shall be blessed all together. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. In Jesus Christ's mighty name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. People of God, this evening, you are welcome to Family Bible Study Hour. We have been studying on Christian and the world. And this time we have gotten to what should be the conduct of Christian in the world. How we should live in the world. How we should act in the world. What should be our conducts, our do's and don'ts as believers. Because every, every heavenly band Christians must always adhere to the truth of the word of the Lord because we are born by truth, by the word of truth. And we must be true also. And being true as Christian is to hear the word and practice it. Is to hear the word or to receive the word and to receive the doctrine and live by it and beautify it and glorify it. Yes, the Bible talks of adorning the doctrine of the Lord, of our Lord Jesus Christ. So it is by our life that we adorn the doctrine of the Lord. It's by our conduct that we are done the doctrine of our Lord. So every believer as we are not, of course, we are free and we are we, we, we have been freed and we have been redeemed, but we are not free from the law of the word of the Lord. Our life is burnt by the world and, uh, and into the world. Praise the Lord. We have to understand fully that our daily conduct also is, in, is going on record. And our daily conduct, the way we think, even, even to the way to, 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 up to the way we think, and then the way we act, and everything that we do as Christian, all of these are going into the divine record of the Lord. To our credit, yes, and we pray that the Lord God Almighty will let it be only to our credit, not to our deficits. We pray that the Lord will help us in the name of Jesus Christ. That God will help us as believers to live a good Christian life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So last week, that was where we uh, uh, where we, we, we intend to start 
well, we postponed it to today. So we are now teaching on uh, uh, Christian conduct in the world or how to live in the world. How Christian should Christian live in the world? We have been teaching on that Christians are not of the world. We are not of the world. And the reason why we are going into this kind of teaching this day is that at least we want to contribute our quota, our own efforts to bringing us back to the Bible and bringing us back to our battle as Christians. The way we start with Christ so that each of us, by the word of the Lord, we have the opportunity to check our, ourselves, to check our hearts, to check how we live. Of course, this one does not, uh, this kind of teaching does not, it's not peculiar to any, I mean, to only certain people among Christians. It's for every one of us. We have to check our lives and our conduct every time. And then, who are we as Christians? How are we being graded or weighed by the Lord? Only what weigh us, according to what the Bible said, that by him actions are weighed. By God, actions are weighed. So we have to learn the word of the Lord so that our life will be aligned to the word of the Lord. And that is where we are prepared. We are really preparing to meet our God. May the Lord help us to meet the Lord in the name of Jesus. This evening, our sister Grace is here <coughs> to teach us in the word of the Lord, to take us through the message today. And we pray that the Lord God Almighty bless everyone in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. I am giving the microphone to him, to her, so that he will teach us, she will teach us what the word of the Lord uh, is saying to us today. Yeah. God bless you. Welcome there. The Lord be praised for another opportunity in his presence. Welcome, people of God. You are blessed. He that doesn't call in vain is here to teach us. The Holy Spirit is our teacher. May He, by this word, help us to grow in grace. May He, by this word, I'm hearing you. May He, by this word, turn us around totally to Him. Help us to submit completely to Him so that we, we can enjoy what Christianity is. Because our God, if really you want to have the fullness of joy from him, is about totally obeying, doing the will as it is taught. We receive the grace to do that which is teaching. Under grace, we can do it. Yes. And by the time we do it, he will not fail to bless us and bring to pass that which he has in his mind while he brings his teachings away. We bless his name. Holy Spirit, over unto you. You are a teacher. Thank God, the Lord will help you to download the past teachings on Christian and the Word. So far, we have talked about we Christians are not of the Word. And Jesus himself said, his kingdom that he's preparing us for, the son of the world. And a lot of scriptures were used to back up 
to tell us that we are not of the world and to substantiate that we the bible was able to reveal to us that we are sojourners we are pilgrims passing through and by the grace of god some scriptures confirm that that we are but a shadow seen today not seen anymore we are but a vapor that are dis- that disappeared into the thin air only what we did the impact we have in people's life will remain and the record of heaven about us as the one that accepted the son as lord and savior all that we are, we are able to do to expand his kingdom will remain as sojourners a lot of scriptures were used to substantiate that then we went ahead to tell us that the crowd would be what was was our christian life on what what should we look like in this world and we were able to substantiate that by saying we should hold everything with the tip of our fingers since we know that we own nothing children houses cars properties whatever we think we're claiming now only belongs on the us as long as we are living others will take it over and in fact god has everything including us and the bread in our nostrils and the wisdom in that if that one should see into us is that when the lord acts of them we should quickly give them up since we only own them while we are alive and when we willingly give it up to him he will use it to store something that cannot be that is indestructible in our house in our mansion in heaven but when we don't give it to god another person take it up after our death no record of that which is given that is wisdom to give unto god whatever acts of us even if our children should serve him as pastors or whatever we should not we should not struggle with the god we should receive great to release whatever we have because he has all after all we have nothing it's only when we're here that we have claim and after here some other people will even be using these things without any reward for us in heaven but when we really give it out as god directs us it is then god will use it to store god will store them as treasure in heaven and that cannot be that cannot be stolen that cannot be destroyed anymore that is wisdom that's how christian life should be on earth then we went ahead to, to discuss how do we now live in the world we are able to establish some facts about christians should not have fellowship with disobedient christians not not as if you you, you abandon them totally but you they should not be your close intimate uh, friends so that they drag you into their mouth you 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 put a leg apart a leg behind a leg forward the left forward to show them the light of how they should behave how, how what should be what how their life should look like showing love showing light but a leg behind because you are not too eating it so that they don't drag you into their mouth that that's how we should live it's not as if when we say no fellowship you should be praying for them you should be showing love the way you should and uh, we should be showing love the way we should not totally rejecting them that's how to live with them and a lot of bible was used to substantiate that 
were even commanded in 2 Corinthians 6, 17, to come from among them to be separate, so that we don't touch any unclean thing, then God will receive us. We still show them love, show them life, have some things that are not sinful to do with them, to show them this how it should be. But they should not be intimate friends. Uh, I don't see him, I cannot sleep. That should not be. Even when they are your brothers and mothers and fathers, there should not be too much intimacy because anyone not born again, anyone whose heart is not regenerated, though we may be blood relations, is a tool in the hand of the devil. At the same time, we should be giving them honor, respect, relate with them concerning anything that's not, that, not, that has nothing to do with sin, for we should not be too intimate. You can remember when Jesus' brother and the mother was looking for him where he was teaching the people the word of God. And people were telling him, your mother and your brothers are looking for you. That should be in Matthew 12, in a verse there. He told the people that only those that are hearing and doing the word are his brothers and sisters. That is the kind of relationship and fellowship you have with your blood relations that are not regenerated. In fact, you are to be more intimate with those that have accepted Lord, the Lord as Lord and Savior, and those that are practicing cleanliness, holiness, righteousness in the this valley. Then your blood relations whose hearts are not regenerated. But please remember, you should not throw them off totally. And uh, in Ephesians 5, 11, we are able to know that we don't have fellowship. When we talk about fellowship, it doesn't mean you are pardoned. We don't have fellowship with unfruitful works of darkness, but rather to reprove them. There we, I could remember we said we should reprove in love. We should, we should reprove in love, correct in love. We brought the example of Peter turning everything Jesus has come into the world to do upside down. In John, uh, John 20, 21, there, when he left the kingdom business and went back to fishing with about six brethren, which means all that Jesus had come to do, to choose them so that they can, replace, they can carry, on, carry on the work of the kingdom after he had gone. Had turned every, everything upside down. It was a serious event. Yet Jesus in love, because they, they they went against the will of God. They were skillful as fishermen. They could not catch any fish. When you go against the will of God, it is God that caused that business to prosper. It is God that give you the strength, the power, the energy, the eyes to see, the ear to hear in that business. And whatever thing you think is your own. If you remove any of these things, we are like paper and grass that with us. So God was able to show Peter that, okay, you left what I has done unto you for the natural thing. Okay, I'll prove it unto you that it's not your skillfulness that give you fish to catch. It is me that give you power to make to, to, to become rich. Throughout the night, they could not catch anything. Frustrated and happy, Jesus appeared at the seashore in John in John 21. Children, do you have meat to eat? He had provided meat on a coal 
for them. That is love, correcting a love. He did not say, you turn everything I came to do for that three years. Upside down, you Peter. You are the one that caused them to leave my business and come my fishing. Did you not have the fish to, that you were looking for? He did not do that. Children, he showed the love and care. Do you have me to eat? Come and eat. When they were dining, he said, okay. He said, okay, that fish you are looking for so that you are the one, you will know that without me, you can do nothing. Okay, throw your net to the right. On the daylight, fishes are very wise. When the sun, is, when the sun rays are going through the, 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 the water, it will be so clear, they will be wiser. They will avoid the nets. It's only in the dark that you can easily catch them. Throughout the night, they could not catch anything. God was showing them that without me, you are nothing. That business will not prosper when you go against my will. In the daylight, when the sun rays is up, and they are through the night, according to his word, and they were able to catch such so much that they, 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 their boat was sinking. That is God. You don't go against your creator. When Peter realized it was the Lord, he threw himself into the water and eventually the others brought the fish down. He just said, take some of the fish that I have provided and add it to the one that is on the, on the coal that you eat and your prayer and your cake. When they were eating and enjoying themselves in love, he was saying gently, gently in humility, in love, Peter, do you love me more than this? He said it the third time before Peter could get the message. He never raised his voice. He was not overzealous about the kingdom business. Yet he was able to make his point with gentle voice, repeating the same thing. When Peter got the message, he cried and was sorrowful. He was forgiven. Later he became the pillar of the rock that he abandoned. So, have no Ephesians 5.11. Your fellowship with the disobedient Christians have no fellowship that is intimate close, uh, fellowship with them, with the unfruitful works of darkness, anything that has to be with sin in their lives, be it blood relation or others, but rather reprove them. But reprove in love, you must be like Jesus, as recorded in John 20, 21. God bless you. That is the brief revision we want to do today. We want to go to how do we live in the world? That is part one. No fellowship with the be disobedient, no intimate fellowship with Christians, disobedient Christians. Then the B part of it, how do you live in the world as a Christian? You must be a witness to the world. You must be a witness to the world. That is why you are brought. In fact, that's the first reason why you are saved. We are not qualified for the salvation experience. It's not about how, how you well you can pray. God did not see anything good in us. The Bible says he sees us as grasshoppers. We are but clay. We are but worms. Stinking animals. When the life of God is taken away from us, we decay like any other animal. It is that life that makes us like God. So we are nothing. So, the reason why you have access to God's likeness in the first place is because of what he wants you to do to help him redeem back what is lost in Eden. He had done the major part to die, 
to submit the son and the son to accept to die. Jesus, God has done the major part to submit the best jewel in heaven, created the body for him. That is Hebrew 10.5. So that the world with, that was in God, with which everything was created, could have a body to dwell in, to be able to die. Because without that body, you will not be able to die. God did his part. Jesus did his part. The Holy Spirit helped him to do what nobody could do without being sinful to carry the sin of the world and suffer terribly for it. God has done his part. Now, it is our part. He gave us salvation, not on our merit. It's a gift. It's by his grace. Not because we know how to pray. Just believe that he did it for me on the cross. That is enough to get you saved. If you do it wholeheartedly, you were given salvation or merit so that you'll be led below because you are made in, in the likeness of God. You are to be a representative of God on earth. The earth is supposed to be a, a, a satellite, satellite of the heavenly. That was his original plan. He, and he has not lost sight of that which he had in mind. Despite the airy, airy attitude of Adam and Eve. The second Adam has restored. We are now working with the second Adam to restore all. Therefore, it is compulsory that you make witness part of your luggage as a Christian. To tell them the gospel. And what is the gospel? What Jesus did on the cross to restore the glory lost. To restore us back to eternal life. Such that we don't have our bond with the devil, the arch enemy, in the everlasting fire that will never be quenched. That is the gospel. So, he had done the major part. We should receive the grace to start to do that in our own little way. God will not give you the assignment that is beyond you. Never. He's a passionate, he's a compassionate God, gracious God, that will never body load on you the body you cannot carry. He said, "Come unto me, those that you that are heavy laden." Matthew eleven twenty eight. After you must have received the rest and peace of mind, He wants to give you when you confess your sin and you you let go the condemnation that's so heavy on your heart. He will take it away upon himself and he will give you peace of mind and rest. After you might have gone there, you start, you learn of him. That is, after you might have got his rest, take upon him, you, your, his yoke. His yoke is to learn of him. You sit at the Bible, study properly, know what he likes, what he doesn't like. Know how to explain to the world why they should accept him. That is learning of him. Then taking his yoke, walk side by side with him. When we was here, what was what was his major business? To tell the people, repent ye for the kingdom of God is at hand. To teach them and show them the, 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 the way to heaven. To the lost glory so that we are restored. And not only we, the whole world, his blood can redeem the whole world. He had done his part 
for us to share the same glory, we have to do our part. That is be a witness to the world. That's how to live. That's our major business. And it is the most lucrative business you can do in the world. So take the yoke of Jesus, learn of him, know his word, and know how to divide the word of truth unto the people, how to dish it out, so that it will result to the salvation of their soul, and will cause them to abide to the end. That is the yoke, very light, because the Holy Spirit is there to help us do it. And Jesus is praying for us at the right hand of God. It's a light yoke walking side by side to do the work of Jesus while he was here. So that as you do it, and it looks like suffering with him, because you pray along, so that you'll be successful in the business. And as you do it, you're suffering with him. You bear, you, 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 you'll be persecuted because of that, you bear it. That is suffering with him because of the yoke you have taken upon yourself. And he's the one taking the heavier part of the yoke especially the Holy Spirit given unto us to be able to do it. So as you do that, you're suffering and, and enduring persecution alone because some people will despise you, reproach you, they will scorn you, they will so say all manner of things against you because you want them, their heart to be transformed and get the glory lost so that, they, so that they, they'll be able to reign with Christ in eternity and not never to go to hell. Because they, their mind is darkened, they are tools in the hand of the devil, their heart is not regenerated, they want to do a lot of things to make you discouraged and to cause you to be annoyed. But you kept on enduring, and that does not discourage you. You kept on preaching as Jesus used to do. You kept on doing the assignment I has given unto you in holiness and righteousness. That is so. Eventually, you will share in the glory. So, Aside, no fellowship with the disobedient Christian, that is no intimate fellowship. You have to be a witness to the world. Not only in what you say in the mouth, even in your conduct, even in your character, in your dressing, in the way you comport yourself, in the way you react, in the way you act. Everything should be speaking Jesus unto the people. You agree with me that when the apostles that, fought, that saw Jesus directly face to face were at Antioch, it was they were not really preaching, they were preaching, but people saw their coming in, going out, conduct, the way they relate with each other, the way they relate with people, their dressing, their manners, their character, they saw that it was like Jesus. That is why they named them Christians, that is, lead to Christ. That name was brought about because of character, virtue, that Lula, that of Christ. And it's part of witnessing. In fact, when you know the Bible from the beginning to the end, and you're preaching day and night, and your, your character is not conformed to what you're saying, you will not catch a fish of man for Christ. None of them will follow Christ in you. Your character must conform with the word you're speaking from the Bible before you'll be a fish of man for Christ and have your crown at last. So, you have to be a witness to the word. 
according to Matthew 24:14, and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for the witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. Jesus is depending on you to preach the gospel in all the world. In your character, in the virtues that exude from you by giving tracts, magazines, by saying it with word of mouth, by preaching it through the, the light you give out in your character and the way you comport yourself. It is when the whole world had heard about it and, and every other means you could propagate the gospel. Jesus is depending on you. You will not disappoint him in Jesus' name. Who are we? Who is man? That God should honor us so much to walk with him. If the president of the world should send for you of your nation to walk, to come and walk in the pre, uh, presidential villa, do you know, can you imagine the honor? How much more the king of the universe employing you in the business that is most important to him? Won't you get up your own way and do your little by the help of the Holy Spirit? I know you will see it as a honor to walk with the king of kings, the king of the universe, the, the one that created the president, the, that created all that are powerful in the world. I employ you as his direct worker. Consider it a honor. Receive grace to do it. But you can do nothing without the baptism of Holy Spirit. For the Holy Spirit in you will give you the energy, the wisdom, all that you need to know. He will, he will teach you to be able to do it successfully. So getting born again is not enough. Getting sanctified by the word and the blood is not enough. But you must be baptized with the Holy Spirit and you must learn of Jesus, know the, his word, learn of him, know everything so that you know how to dish it out the proper way, the gospel. And the most aspect, the most important aspect of the gospel is the cross. Show the people the cross, what Jesus passed through so that they will not go to hell. That's the most important. In fact, that, if that is the only thing you can preach, you are preaching the gospel and you are witness. But your your character, your virtue that issue from you must conform with what you say. And it, it must conform with the, what is inside the tracts that you give out. What is in, inside the, the magazine you give out. The Lord will help us. We must be a witness to the world. In fact, it's a command. And I trust you and I'm believing you that if that is the person you're going to live with from eternity to eternity without end, if he commands you something, you must receive grace to do it. In Mark 16, 15, he says, he said unto them, Go ye into, the, into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. You may not have money to fly to other places. But the people around you are your they are the ones that form your world. The family members that have not received the gospel. Your children or your, your your nuclear family, extended family, 
the people you are trading with, the people you meet in the market, you meet at your walkway, you meet, you meet on the, on the road, the people in your office or the place of work, the people you are selling and buying with, they are the people that forms your world. There's no excuse. I don't have money to go far away. God is not asking for too much. All the people around you is your word. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. Your life must preach it. Everything about your conduct must preach it. Your mouth must speak when necessary. In fact, if you're on if you're online, learn it. You don't even go to school. Your conduct can be like that of Christ and be light in the darkness of the behavior of the people to make me wonder, to make them wonder who you are and change their mind. Yes, even the unlearned can preach through their conduct. And the unlearned can say, this is the life I've been living, that's your testimony. Through your testimony, you can preach to the world around you. This is the life I've been living before I crawl my cross, the word of God, that Jesus died for me. When I heard the word, I trembled. I didn't know how much he had done for me. It got into my heart and I was afraid to lose my life in hell. Then I surrendered to God. This is the kind of prayer I prayed. And this is the change that came to my life. Since then, Everything that I had pleasure in that I against the will of God, I can do them no more. And since I gave my life to Christ, this is my testimony. You had a few things he had between for you. In fact, you have said the whole Bible. So there's no excuse. I'm not lying. I don't go to school. You have informal education if you don't have the former one. Everybody can go into the world around him and influence them to Christ. No excuse. We must be, we should live a life of being a witness to the world around us. Poverty is no excuse. I don't have this or that. It's no excuse. There's no way you will not meet a single man per day. That is your world. In, in, in Isaiah 60, around verse 22 and 23 there, the Bible said that single man you meet is a nation. So when you preach and God help you through prayer, following up, to win a soul for Christ in your own little way, you have gained a nation in that man. A single soul on the way to Damascus was changed. You know how much he was able to do for God. And the person that, that the, 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 those people that helped him to stand in Christ after Christ had met him, had met with him, they, they are part of the much he was able to do. So when you change a man, you have changed a nation because that single man can go to any land and it will also be in your account as he's getting his gain. So, no excuse for the alignment. No excuse for everybody. Your conduct can preach. Your character can preach. Let me give you an example. I've said it before. A lady in Nigeria who used to have a long building. It will not be a flat. 
as we know it, that is self-contained. You have everything in the flat. We have a long building, a single kitchen, a single toilet, single bedroom at the end. But you have about six or four, four rooms fetching each other, like eight rooms in a building. Those that are pure, poor will take a single room. So in that house, you may have about eight families. So a lady has a shop. She puts her stove in front of her room because she'll come back late. You may not want to walk down the passage to the kitchen. She puts her stove in front of her room to cook her food. And when she finishes cooking, she will leave the stove there. Other people that are poor in the in the in the in the building, they used to use the stove, and they will pretend as if they did not do anything, not telling her that, that is wrong. The lady will know; she will not say anything because of the love of Christ in her. She endured and persevered with them. She will she will add kerosene often and often. She knows they were using it. She doesn't say anything. But one day, the stove, the, the kerosene stove, got spoiled in somebody's hand. The person did not show up. By the time, it was late in the night, by the time she came back from the shop to cook her food so that she could sleep, she discovered that the stove, the kerosene stove, had been spoiled. She only went for Gary. It's a product of cassava in Nigeria that you can put in water, add ordinary sugar to, to drink it, to fill your stomach. Or you take the granule to, 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 to drink it, at least to fill your stomach so that hunger will not disturb you. That was what she could, able, she could be able to do that night. She could not find any stove to cook. She did not say anything. She's not, she did not, she's not, she's not raised her voice. Because when Jesus transformed you, he, co he comes in with his nature, the gentle and humble nature. May the Lord, may the Lord help us to be like him. It's possible. If it's possible for the, with this woman, it's possible for all of us. Not to give warnings when we are offended. She kept quiet. She drank the gari, probably with sugar. And went to sleep. The next morning, she quickly went to shop. Maybe got to shop to buy something outside. And when she was coming back, she bought two new stoves. She took one inside, so that she would not have to drink gari another time against her wish. She now left left one outside, filling it with kerosene for whosoever wants to use it. When a small a, a lady saw this, she asked for permission from her parents to follow her to church without saying a word. Her character won that one for Christ. Because when she got to church and had the sermon, she eventually submitted her life to Christ. And do you know that over time, without even preaching through her character, and the character, the image of Christ, they were able to see in that building about eight families was one to Christ. 
every one of them going to our church. So what am I saying? Be a witness to the world. You can preach through your character. By the time you are transformed, the image that should be shown to the world is the image of Christ, the character of Christ, as recorded in Galatians 5, verses 22 and 23. Love, the kind of love that Jesus has for you, not kind, not a deceitful love that the, the world is practicing today. Love, joy, peace, perseverance, patience, kindness, goodness, endurance, gentleness, humility, meekness, of having faith, temperance. I, I wouldn't know if I've mentioned all. These are the character of Christ that be showing from us when you say your heart is regenerated. And people through this can be converted when you are consistent at it. That is how the lady won the whole building unto Christ, following her to church. No excuse, I'm not learning. The power of Jesus changed the unlearned and changed the learned. And the character of Christ engineered through you can win the world. But if you have the grace to say your testimony, the kind of life you were living before, what happened before you were changed, and the kind of life you are living now that people can see, and the kind of goodness of God after you have changed, you are also preaching the gospel. If you can go beyond that as the learned to quote some scripture, it is expected of you to be a witness to the world. The people around you is your world. That single man you see is a, is a nation. Go into the world. That's the commandment. And the he that is greater than you is the one giving the commandment. You cannot disobey. It's an assignment. On the day of reckoning, you'll be asked of it. So go into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. God bless you. John 17, 15. Jesus is still speaking. I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, but that, that, but that thou shouldest keep them from the evil, because you are retained here. He has the breath in your nostrils. He don't want to take you out of the world. Because of this assignment of the kingdom that he takes most important. The only business he has is to help him draw the souls heading to hell to live with his arch enemy back to Jesus to get to, 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 to inherit eternity with him. God's purpose in Eden is for us to live forever. It's for us to be fruitful, multiply his likeness, his nature, his image all over the world in the children will bring forth. Either spiritual children or, or biological children. He never lost sight of that purpose. That is why your breath is still not taken as a believer. You are not to take them from the world, but keep them from evil. If you are kept, no evil is befalling you. It's not because the evil is not surrounding you. In fact, 
every gadget in the name of technology and science that are surrounding us in the home, everyone is potential death. Talk of iron. Talk of uh, the gas we are using. Talk of the, uh, the, the fridge. Talk of the wiring system of the house. Talk of the, the, the ties on the floor. Talk of anything. They are carrying death potentially. But why are you kept? And people dangerous, especially in, 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 in nations like Nigeria and African nations. Also in the world. Those whose hearts are not regenerated. They are tools in the hand of the devil. And you are living among them. If you are kept from the evil of the world, it's because of this assignment. So that you carry it on and fulfill it with him. To fulfill his purpose in Eden. So that by the time the end comes, we gain the glory and live in glory with him. And we have our crown of life. Crown of righteousness. Just as he's carrying his own crown, we carry our crown. Just as he's having his own throne, we have our throne. Just as the angels are worshipping him. Because those of us that were able to work out salvation of men with him, we are more than angels. They don't have our experience. They don't experience any sin. They don't have experience of salvation. They cannot sing the song of salvation. They cannot sing the song of Moses. As recorded in Revelation chapter 4 and 5 there. So, we are higher than the angels. Although, in the flesh now, we're a bit lower than them. By the time we put off this, uh, this flesh, like uh, cloth, and the, the soul that is born again, that is, a, that is the real loss. By the time we come out and put on the image of Christ, we shall be worshipped by the angels. So, if your life is kept, it's not because you are not surrounded by wicked people. It's not about death is not inherent around you. But for you to be able to do this assignment, to be a witness to the world. That's why Jesus was praying. And he had prayed through that you will be kept from evil. You should not be taken out of the world. If you are not taken out of the world, you should not be like the world. You should not relax like the world. You should take the assignment serious. It's a light yoke that he wants you to bear with him. To gain people from hell into heaven. And if you can be able to do that, according to Daniel 12, verse 2 and 3, then, if, 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 if it's only, only a single soul, you are able to win for Christ, you have won the nation because you can never tell what that single soul will do for God. Aside that, because of that single soul you want, a covered multitude of sins, it will shine like the stars of heaven. That is glory for you. You may not be able to fathom it or imagine what it will be with this brain now. But by the time you get to heaven, you will see that to, to shine like, this, like the light in the firmament, according to Daniel chapter 12, verse 2 and 3, will be a great thing and it will be a, a great honor. So, please, take, be a witness to the world and do with the work with the Lord. Jesus also, in Matthew 10, 5-6, he told the ten, 12 disciples he was sending for. These 12, that is Matthew 
gospel according to St. Matthew 10, 5-6. These twelve Jesus sent forth and commanded them, saying, Go not into the will of the Gentiles, and into any city of the Samaritans. Enter ye not, but go rather to the lordship of the house of Israel. That is, this commandment has now changed a bit. When he was here, he wanted to be focused to the sheep, to the lordship of Israel. By the time he was able to get their attention and they received the gospel, received Jesus, they would be the one to be used for with the Gentiles and the Samaritans. But unfortunately, they were not able to get it. That is why the moment Jesus died, the Gentiles, the, 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 the thick cutting, separating us from the, the what the Israelites have access to was done by the death of Christ. So the Gentiles are now cannot do it like them since the Israelites are not ready. If you look at um, Romans chapter 11, around verse 9, then, Jesus, God turned away from Israel because of, Israel because of Abraham. He cannot abandon them forever. There will always be a remnant because of his, his promise to uh, Abraham. But he abandoned them as the as the as the uh, what do I call it? The domestic olive oil, olive tree, for a while, to make us the Gentiles, to cause them to envy. That that God that you think we are not qualified to have, we are now having Him and even being a witness unto Him, so that they will be they will, they will be provoked to jealousy and envy, and be able to do the right thing. So the the door is open to the Samaritans and the Gentiles. Because the curtain has been cut asunder, we can enter the glory of glory. We can access salvation. By accepting Jesus as Lord and Savior, believing in everything he has done on the cross that is for us, confessing our sin, forsaking, giving our life to him, go ahead to be sanctified by the word and the blood through prayer, receiving sanctification, open our hearts, to receive the baptism of, of the Holy Ghost as recorded in Acts 2 is still happening. So the learning of him, knowing the word, preparing yourself for it, you are qualified. By the help of the Holy Spirit residing in you that you receive a baptism, you can do what the Israelite will have done. Then you are a witness to the world. So we are qualified. So this commandment is because he wanted to be focused. But because they have received him, the door is open to us the day he died. And we can receive salvation, sanctification, and the baptism of the Spirit to be a witness, to provoke the Jews and the Israelites that rejected him. So be ready to do that. You are qualified by grace. So, now, knowing that part of what is expected of us as Christians in terms of how to live in the world, Aside, not having intimate uh, fellowship with the disobedient Christian, but we have explained that. Aside being a witness to the word, we, we Christians, Christians are not expected to marry in the world. 
Hey! Marriage is more than the what you think it is. Oh, the Lord will help us. The Lord will help me to explain. Oh, hey. Just reading it and doing it your own way. Marriage can mar your future. Marriage can make your future. Marriage can land you in hell. Marriage can help you to make heaven. If you choose if you choose partner in God according to his direction, if you take time to pray through and not see through, hey, marriage is not meant to be endured as we are having it now. That was not the mind of God. Marriage is meant to be enjoyed. It's because we are using our this fish-like brain, these eyes that talk, that talk, that thinks is see, that doesn't see anything, to choose our partner. That is why marriage is, is like is what is it? It is today. Hmm. If you will please remember that God is the initiator of marriage in the Garden of Eden. And followed it the way he did it. You will enjoy that partner to the end as a confidant, as somebody you can trust, as somebody that will never uh, disappoint. Or what, or what do I call it now? Somebody that will never jit you. You will enjoy him as somebody more than a, a mother, a father, a brother, a sister. That is the plan of God. If only you can follow it the way God wants it to be done. You will enjoy him as a him or her as a companion, as a confidant, as a supporter, as a helpmate, as a, a friend in time of need, as somebody that will stand by you when it is not well, and will still stand by you when it is well. And you will enjoy it and be thanking God for marriage. But because we don't do it, we are doing like the people in the world are doing it. That is why we have this high percentage of divorce. That is why we have these troubles, rancor, everything happening in marriage. And we are thereby breeding children that are rebellious, children that are disobedient, you can see what is happening in the world. Please, please, for God's sake, allow the initiator of marriage to do it in your own marriage the way you he wants it to be done. Don't marry because of beauty. We have made the mistake before we came out of it by grace. Please, don't fall into the deep pits of the mistake in marriage. And go through the bitterness and everything it will cost you before you, 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 you are wise. You see, the person that is wise is the person that learns from people's mistake. Okay? But he that first of all go into the pit, some people will die in that pit and go to hell. If you make a mistake and go into some marriages, you may even die there and go to hell. 
we, it's only by grace, not everybody that has that grace, that we made the mistake, we came out to address you and cancel you like this. Hmm. Whatever we are saying, go and download our messages. We have said many things about our mistake and what we went through, what our children went through. Before God, by grace, brought out from the from the deepest pit of mistake of marriage, and by grace treated us. Please go and download. Uh, be fruitful. Uh, be fruitful. I mean, be fruitful. Dot family. Dot something. Go and download our messages. Learn from our mistakes. Learn from our mistakes. Don't, 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 don't make a mistake of going marry against the will of God. Pray through for God's sake. In fact, after God has led you to your wife and the wife, you wife, after you have prayed through and God says, yes, I'm the one leading him, you can even give God some signs to prove like Gideon. He will not, he will not rebuke you. You are only being extra careful because mar- you, through marriage you can end it in hell. As glorious as, as your life could have been, you may end it not using any of your glory, not fulfilling any of your destiny, and still go to hell. You will have saddened the, 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 the heart of God that imputed much resources in you to bless the world and shine your glory if you die without using that glory because of wrong choice of person in marriage. So I'm pleading with you. See what is happening in marriage. See the rate of divorce. See the juveniles, ju- juvenile delinquency matters. How children are misbehaving because of broken homes. See what is happening in the world and please for God's sake take your time with God to have the right partner. Christians are not to marry like the people in the world are doing it. Just seeing through, using your, 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 your calculation, using your logical reasoning, using your eyes. You see beauty, you see intelligence, you see riches and wealth, or whatever you want to see before you go into that marriage, or you, you want to obey parents against the wish of God, it is good to have the concept of parents in your marriage. You wait on God that give you that man and give you that woman to change their mind. And he will surely do. If it is him that has chosen that man and or that woman for you, wait and receive their consent. Very good. God can change their mind if you really pray and show love. So please, for God's sake, Christians should not marry by the people in the world. In Joshua 23.12 It is for your good. <laughs> Whatever commandment the Lord God Almighty gives is giving it out of your love so that you enjoy it and end it with Him. So that you don't go through the pains, the bitterness, the dangers and the calamities of wrong choice. Or what we come out of it when it eventually resorts to what it should not be. It's because he loves you. You are the one that will go through it. It's not God. 
So whatever commandment he gives unto you, when you obey, it's, it's for your good and the good of your generation. See what God says here. Joshua 23, 12. Else, if you do in any wise go back and cleave unto the remnant of these nations. This was his commandment to Israel when they were possessing the land of the Canaanites that were idolaters. Else, if you do in any wise go back and cleave unto the remnant of these nations, even these that remain among you, and shall make marriages with them, and go unto them, and they to you. He made them realize he's not happy with that. They should not do that. That they can draw their hearts, because they are the worshippers, away from him. And we can see it is happening all over. I made the mistake of I, I, I was not a serious creature, but I was going to church and I'll be hearing about some things about marriage. My husband didn't yet, didn't yet know Christ then too. I was not a serious Christian. I said, I will change him. But I went through hell before he eventually knew Christ and went to heaven. I went through hell. You cannot change anybody. It's a, it's a mistake from hell. You can he, he lost me, I will change him. You can't. She lost me, I will change her. No way. The hearts of me, you, are desperately wicked. Only God can reach it to change it. By the help of the word and the Holy Spirit. Don't make the, the hellish mistake to say, you change anybody. Please. Please. <clears throat> hey. If because of today, that will be a blessing unto you. Probably that is why I did not die in that marriage. Please. Don't ever say you change anybody. Don't make that mistake. Ah. <clears throat> and one thing I discovered. The, 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 the heart of the women are kind of delicate than that of men. Most of the time, it is we that will carry hypertension and have stroke. The way God built man, their hearts are stronger than we. Some men passed through it and they were affected. But most of the time, it is the woman that usually feels the blow when the marriage is not working well. Even the man too, things that will be happening to the children, he will not be happy. He will know he will not enjoy it. So please do not try it that I will change anybody that are not that are not yet born again before you want to go into it. Let the person get born again and be producing the fruit of repentance. And let it be. It's not about his born again, I can marry. No, you may not be his rib as a woman. And she may not be your rib, the rib that is taken from you as a man. So, God knows your rib. Look for your rib. God knows the person whose, of, whose rib, rib you are as a woman. Wait for God. Pray through. And don't sit through. He's born again. 
We are, we are in the same church. We are reading the same Bible. It's more than that, though. Please. Pray through, even among the born again. Pray through. Let it be God that says, This is the person from whom you are taking. Let it, let it be God that says, This is the this is your reap. That will be a help meet to your to your destiny or to whatever assignment you have in life. That is the admonition you must not, you must not, you must not ignore, you must not reject, you must not take with levity for God's sake. Because of your because of your children, because of your own life. Many people are dying because of chaos in the marriage. That will not be your portion in Jesus' name. God was warning them not to take wives among the Canaanites that are the worshippers that are not know the God of Israel because of the dangers in it for their good because they can be lured away from God and your heart can be broken it can result to anything even death Genesis 26 34 to 35 and Esau was 40 years old when he took to wife Judith the daughter of Beri, the Hittite, and Bashemath, the daughter of Elon, the Hittite, which were a grief of mind unto Isaac and to Rebekah, because God had warned them not to do that. Don't grieve your parents' heart. Even when God chose the wife for you, and you are double sure, even when God confirms your husband to be your husband, and you are double sure, the heart of kings and that of your parents that may go against it are in the hands of the Lord. Wait, be patient, and pray through for God to touch them. And God will do that for you. Don't grieve them. Don't go against the wish of God for your life. God bless you. Extra nine. One to two. Am I up? Extra one, nine, one to two. Now when these things were done, the princes came to me saying, the people of Israel and the priests and the Levites have not separated themselves from the people of the land, doing according to their abominations, even of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Jebusites, the Ammonites, the Moabites, the Egyptians, and the Amorites, for they have taken of their daughters for themselves and for their sons. You see, anything God commands Israel, and they go against it, especially such a thing like this, idol worshipping and the like eventually led them to captivity as slaves properly tortured and maltreated don't forget that they are, they are like apples of God's eye don't forget that God did unto them like I never done unto anybody, any nation yeah because they, gave, they went against his commandments and marry against his will, he left them to the enemy to, 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 to torture. When you go against the will of God, 
is the gate of your life. The, the spiritual gate of your life is open to the devil, the accuser of the brethren, to torture you. And when God leaves you, and his hands is upon you, he has no mercy. This is your enemy, the accuser, has no mercy. Why you should you open your spiritual gate for the enemy to be able to reach you? By disobeying these are all that instructions. What power do you have to deliver yourself from the devil? He has 6,000 years experience before you were created. He has power. He has wisdom. He has beauty and everything. And God has not taken anything from him. But through the cross of Jesus, if you accept Jesus, you are more than him. And if you say you have accepted Jesus, thereby more than him, disobeying God in this matter and other matters, bring you below the devil again, under his feet, to march on you and to torture you. Why will you want to go through that? You know, you cannot deliver yourself from the accuser of the brethren. He's a spiritual being. You cannot even hide from him. Just like you cannot hide from God. Why are you deceiving yourself? Why should you pave way for torture, for captivity, for, for, for chaos and calamity in your life, for God's sake? The Lord will help you. Some people, because of beauty, because that, that lady is smart, she dresses well, she's intelligent. And women, he's wealthy, he's tall, he's short, he's black, he's red, he's white, he's yellow, he's fair. That is, you have reasons why you are married. The book of Proverbs commands you that uh, he, the she or he that fears the Lord is the one you honor. Not the one with whatever attribute you want to see. He that practices the word of God, that does it, that has the fear of God, is the one you honor and that the Lord directs you to. Not the beauty, not the worth, not his tall, his short, she's, she's fair in complexion, she's intelligent, she's smart. All these things will only bring troubles in marriage. So the Lord will help you for your good. Because by the time you pass through all these things, God will be looking. Because when you teach it, in my, in my language, the child you teach that doesn't take the, your, 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 your teaching, that doesn't take it serious, people outside will torture him back home. Why should you open your door for the devil to torture you? I may even end in death and hell. So, the Lord will help you. So, Ezra, what happened to Ezra is that they have gone into captivity. The, the magnificent, beautiful tourist attraction, uh, Temple of Solomon, have been burnt. Everything glory departed. The beautiful wall destroyed. Everything about their land has become desolate. Now they are coming back. Because God, after 70 years, they, are, they have been tortured like slaves. Imagine children like that, that are apple of God's eyes because of disobedience to don't marry from them and some other things. After God had mercy, they have been properly tortured and they are coming back. They are now they are now making amends. Why should uh, my 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 darling says kilo de be born? Why should you be tortured before you obey and surrender to your God? 
And he took party last year, Juni Law. He that commands you is higher than you. Then why should you book that to him? Why should you raise up you raise up your shoulder against him? Whatever he commands that you cannot do, you ask for grace. That is Hebrew 4:16. Anything he commands you cannot do, go to him, receive grace. He will give it to you. You do it and you 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 will avoid all kinds of troubles and chaos. The Lord will help you. Here they were reporting to Esther. Now, these people that have been tortured for 70 years, these people that have been tortured for 70 years, that are back, we have never even built our wall. We are only managing. They are still taking daughters. By the time he started with them, God was happy with them. So, God will bless you. Second Corinthians 6.14. Okay. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Marriage is yoking. Marriage is tying. When sex is involved, soul and soul is tied. Hey. When you yoke with a non-believer, you can be defied. Your glory may depart. Everything can happen. Anything can happen to you. You can die without using that glory. You can die without fulfilling that destiny. Please, for God's sake. Be ye not unequally yoked together with all believers. It's a commandment. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? You see, when you yoke yourself in marriage, because the moment says coming, is beyond what you think. It's beyond what you think, oh. In fact, having sex with a non-believer has taken away your glory, has put you into captivity. A lot of things have happened. In fact, I don't know how to explain it. In fact, the way God is dealing with us these days, we know more than what we thought we knew. When, when sex is involved, oh my God. Oh my God. It's, it's deep. It's deep. So for God's sake, do not be unequally yoked together. Do you know that? Hmm. It will be strange. Even when you are born again, God led you together to each other. When God says don't have sex, when you have it, you are in trouble. I tell you. It's deep. Someday God will allow us to open up some things. When you, even you are, you are anointed people, God led you to each other. You are married. When God said, do not have sex, and you have it, the devil, will, the devil will come in and do a lot of strange things, if not for the mercy of God. Can you imagine that? How much more? Having sex with devil's child, whose heart is not regenerated. Somebody see having sin in his life. Who doesn't confess Jesus as the Lord and Savior? It's dangerous for you. This, that's the little I can say. The Holy Spirit, please help me explain it deep. May Jesus appear to you and teach you more than what I can say. That is how we are expected to live in the world. No intimate fellowship. No be a witness to the world. That's how far we can go today. Don't marry in the world. Don't marry like the people in the world. Pray through, don't sit through. God bless you. Hallelujah. Thank God. You're welcome. God bless you. More grace and more anointing in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. 
as you are rounding up this teaching, I want us to understand the, for me, the fact that God has called us out of the world as Christians. And if we are called out of the world, we are called unto a new kingdom. We are called unto God. And somebody that is called out, a Christian is a called out once. Or let me say Christians are called out once. People that are called out as children of history were called out of Egypt. They had pressures on the way. The journey to Canaan land, to the promised land. And they were tempted of going back. And along the line, the Lord had already mapped out a glorious destiny for them, even before he carried them out of Egypt. And when the Lord brought them out of Egypt, he brought them to deliver them into the Canaan land. He redeemed them from Egypt in order to get them to their destiny. We Christians, we are like, uh, 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 the, journey of Christ, the journey of the children of Israel is as the journey of Christians out of the world. We are out of the world, never to go back, but we are heading to a place that is better. The children of Israel were given law on the way and on the journey to, the, to, to their destiny. I mean, to Canaan land. And when they follow the law of the Lord along the way, the Lord blesses them, promotes them, conquers all their enemies and defeats them and make them to be ahead of them. And the Lord warned them also every time they go and as they go uh, to, the, to, to, to the promised land that... They should do away and have no fellowship with infidel country or people, with people that have not, that, 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 that they didn't have the same covenant or share the, the same covenant together. And because everyone that is called out as Christian, we are men, we are people of covenants. We are operating and journeying under covenant. And covenant with who? Covenant with God. And as somebody that is uh, that has covenanted with God, every covenant have a have, a, have an end and the reason why the covenant is established. The covenant that is established for the children of Israel with the children of Israel had been established with Abraham, their their father, their their progenitor. And the Lord want to fulfill that covenant for them. So that, I mean, for me, I want to fulfill the covenant with them. So each of us as believers, we all know that and we must understand that we are men of and people of covenant. That there is something that God wants to fulfill in this life. And if God can count us worthy to be a Christian, to believe and to have to be saved and to be and to be honored according to what you have heard in the teaching that we are being called to into a higher into a higher calling we have been called into higher calling and being called into higher calling shows that we are uh, that word even show our destination that we are 
we are not ordinary and we should not live ordinarily. If we break the law of the covenant that God has made to us, with us, we will suffer on that year and we will still suffer in heaven if we do, but we pray we will not suffer and will not do and will not suffer in the name of Jesus. The covenant of the Lord stands sure. Jesus Christ has come. When he came, he said, this is the blood, or he said unto the disciples when he was, when he was serving them with the, with the Last Supper. Said, this is the blood of my of New Testament that is uh, that is shed. So that is shed for the for the remission of people of of men. Hallelujah. So and then the the, the covenant of the Lord that the Lord established with Jesus Christ is that is that which was taken. That, that could be traced back to the covenant that he had with Abraham that because the Lord spoke to Abraham that ah, I mean, uh, 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 you will be the father of many nations and from you uh, I, will, I will bless all nations and the blessing that God was giving unto all the, I mean, that God intended to give unto all nations through Abraham was fulfilled in Christ Jesus and that is the blessing to the whole world Jesus Christ is the blessing of God to the whole world. Blessing of salvation, blessing of deliverance, blessing of victory, blessing of redemption into heaven. And if you are redeemed into heaven, it's when we completed our journey in life with God. If we did not, if, if our journey in life is not terminated well into Canaan land in heaven, then we are, we, 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 the Bible says we are of all men the most miserable. May we not become miserable in the name of Jesus Christ. And so that's the reason why as, believer, as believers, we are called into a covenant and we must not break the covenant. We must adhere to the covenant. We must, we must be loyal to the covenant, to the, to the covenant giver that is, that is God if we are to have part with him. And all of us, we pray that by the blood of the Lord, by the blood of Jesus, we will all reign with Christ in heaven in the name of Jesus Christ. But how are we preparing for this? How are we fighting on that year against all odds, against all enemies of the of our destinies? That is eternity. Let me remind let me remind you once again that eternal life, eternity is your destiny. And if eternity is our destiny, then we must see to it that. We fight through and we win through. May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. We have been taught of the Lord that we are God's witnesses on that ear. Witnesses as what? Witnesses of his grace, witnesses of his, of his character, witnesses of God's uh, righteousness that by us, the Bible said, these people have I made at Isaiah 43. These people have I formed for myself that they might glorify me. Our life must glorify the Lord anywhere we are, everywhere we are. And for that, for us to hand God the glory, we have to win through, we have to fight through and win through. Christianity is, Christianity is a, is, is a life of uh, warriors. Warring, warring what? You are warring just against your flesh, against 
I mean, uh, outside forces, against all such powers that you want to deny you of your blessing on earth, here and in heaven. So we must be careful, and we know that the Lord God Almighty that has called us unto Himself, uh, He called us unto victory. He has called us unto power. He has called us unto, of course, unto called us unto blessing, and as we has been called. Uh, God who called us to want us to terminate everything that we earn from following him here want us to terminate it, on, terminate it unto eternity where we will enjoy eternally and I have found out that there is peace when you obey the law of the word of God you will live in peace all through I have experienced, I'm experiencing peace and tranquility of my life in Christ Jesus enemies comes they go back empty in my life why because i live my life personally according to the word of the lord there is none of us as saints that did not have battles to fight and win all of us we have peculiar problems and things like challenges and such that before us as we journey uh, on but yet, I have found out that the only way to conquer and to uh, and to and to uh, and to enjoy this Christian life is to obey the Word of God and be loyal to Him, inside and outside. God will see to it. God will see to it if we, we do all that. That all His enemy, only all our enemy will become His enemies, and our problems will become His problem. Yes, he will show us things that are dangerous for our lives. He will guide us. You know, God said, he said, I love those who love me, those who that, that seek me early shall find me. You can find the Lord because the Lord himself, he loves you, he calls us in love, and he wants us to stay there in, in love with him, worshiping and serving him in righteousness that is when we can receive peace that jesus christ said unto us at the start when he said come unto me all ye that labors and are heavy laden and i will give you rest take my yoke upon you and learn of me learn of me learn to obey learn to follow learn to be loyal when you do all that he even says somewhere, he said, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things shall be added unto you. So the secret of finding peace or not here and enjoying the same is to be loyal to God, to be closer to him, to follow him, uh, to, to follow him intimately. The Lord will help us to do all this in the name of Jesus Christ. May God Almighty that has called us unto himself continue to keep us. May we also be able to keep ourselves in his, in his will, doing his will always. Because my sister, my brother, our hand as believer, is, it, should be, it should be Canaan land in heaven. So and that's the reason why we must check our conduct on that here and anything that can pollute us if you are not polluted already, you are, uh, you are by the grace of the Lord. Uh, we congratulate you rather. 
by the grace of the Lord, the law will continue to keep you. But there are a lot of pollutions on that here for Christians. What, what are we calling? What, are we, what is pollution that we are talking of? Yes, we have been taught here we are not to marry uh, unbeliever as, as Christian. In fact, even we started last time that we had that study, this kind of study that and we had a kind of that kind of is a kind of discussant program, interactive program where we interact, where we share together about the issue or the fact of even some believers in the in the in the church are in the Christendom that we must not move with. But if you if your life personally is right and you are living in obedience, you are living in loyalty with God to God, and you are living keeping his covenants every time, every moment of your life, the Lord will help you to it is only then that you can understand those who are wrong that your life because your life has become light of God and you are and you are living as Christ among men on earth. So when you meet people that are not of the same spirit, the same heart, the same grace, the same salvation, you will easily know because this light of this the, the, the light of Christian is a light of life. So that's why the Bible said that we are the light of the world. And Jesus, when he called us, he called us into the into his light. So the light that you experience when you are saved is enough to keep you if you are really saved and you have you are genuinely you are, you are you genuinely repented of your sins at the start of your life or of your journey as Christian, it will be easier for God to uh, because at that time you have already uh, you have already gotten into yourself the real life of Christ. The real image of Christ has been restored to you. And that is what will be keeping you going and making you to under uh, 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 making you to understand who is who. Because you have a genuine spirit and the power of the Lord genuinely is upon your life. When you meet anyone that is wrong, you easily know. By their fruit, you shall know them. That is, you too, you are having the right fruit. You are bearing the right fruit. You are living in the truth. And you are you are true also. When you are true and Christ is really as Christ is really true in you, you will know who he is. That is wrong. In fact, I've got to, to a level that when somebody is even talking to me, the Lord will be interpreting his mind unto me because I have the mind of Christ. Praise the Lord. At times that we see people, and when you see people uh, in this day uh, behaving as genuine Christian and you want to follow them and there are things that uh, they are doing that attracts you but if you have this genuine spirit of God in you and you have the grace of God in you you are, you are, you are, you are living in the light of, the, of, of Christ you will easily know them that is the reason why you must dig deep and take your roots down, downward as we said in one of our teachings and when you take your roots downward, you can bear the fruit upward. Hallelujah. Taking your truth downward into Christ, then you can bear the fruit upward. The Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. This is how we are rounding up today. By the grace of God, 
we have learned that we are not to marry in the world. We are, we are, we are not of the world. So we must, we must live as Christian, really, in the world. Praise the Lord. Next week, by the grace of the Lord, we want to begin to continue to our teaching on Christian and world, worldly values. What are those things that the world values that is dangerous to Christian? And what are those things that we should value as Christian? What are we to value? What are those things? Because this world, this day, there are a lot of things that people pay, I mean, that people place value upon, values upon. So by the, by, by, the, by the grace of God, we will begin to teach, I mean, along the line next week by His grace. Hallelujah. We thank God for your life, for being with us. Hallelujah. William, Wilhelmina Atuba, our, our friend, God bless you. God bless you. Uh, grace greets you here. Amen. And I'm greeting you. We say we love you together. We love you. Hallelujah. Grace is saying we love you. God bless you. Yes. Tony Rich, we love you. The Lord bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. So uh, I will believe that by the grace of the Lord, we, know we did not know, know ourselves physically. We believe that by the grace of the Lord, we will know ourselves at the other end when we all meet our God, when the Lord called. We don't, don't forget that uh, as we journey on every day, as we live every day, rather we are joining into heaven. And we pray that the Lord will cause us to, to, to our life here to be terminated into, your life used to termination here. Be trans, we, we, have, we have the transit, amen, hallelujah, into our home by the grace of the Lord in the name of Jesus. That is the reason why we, we are taking this, this, this kind of teaching so that we will be prepared well, so that we will also be together with Him. We pray that the Lord God Almighty will make us to be a very serious Christian that we ought to be. God bless you, Wilhelmina, amen, for your life. I pray that the name of Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, that is name that is being named, Amen. We always make your life to end in Amen. Your your matters will end in Amen. In the name of Jesus, because Jesus Christ, the Amen, will speak to your life, and everything about you will be Amen. What is Amen? Amen is stamped. I agree. I agree with you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. He's the end of everything in your life. And he will continue to prove that to you in the name of Jesus. We love you. We let me know. God bless you. In the name of Jesus. Uh, join our. You can join our fan club. Yes. Join our fan club. All of you, we are, we are announcing generally now that we want you to join our fan club. When you want to join our fan club, just, just click on our... Uh, what do I call it now? Uh, uh, profile, our profile picture. The moment you click on profile picture, then you will see. I mean, uh, to show how you can join. Just click on uh, join the fan club. When you join the fan club, uh, you can you have access to all, all other things that others do not have. On board me, even to the uh, to those uh, to, to 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 us as that you follow. So the Lord will bless you in Jesus' name. Just join our fan club. And the Lord God Almighty will bless you for joining us in the name of Jesus. And always love us or like us. 
you will see that sign there, love sign, like us or love us, click on it. Also, when, whenever you are in the studio, the Lord will bless you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So that is how we are ending today. Let us pray, all of us, that God Almighty, make me the kind of Christian you want me to be. Oh Lord, help me. Holy Ghost, I need you. Holy Ghost, I need your help to be the kind of Christian I ought to be. The kind of Christian that is that is that that is connect well connected, well connected, gloriously connected, even to the throne of heaven. Lord, connect me, connect me, connect me genuinely. Everything that is in me that is left me that is left for me to be to be well connected, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I pray in the name of Jesus. Lord, Lord, help me in the name of Jesus. Remove them from my life. Help me, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus to be wise. O oh Lord, to journey, praise the Lord, to journey with all my, with all loyalty unto you, unto heaven, as Jesus Christ, you are there waiting for me. Help me, O oh Lord, to be there where you are. Help me not to lose out, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. Holy Ghost, I need you. Commit yourself to the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, help me. In the name of Jesus, help me, help me, help me, Lord, help me. Holy Ghost, I need your help. In the name of Jesus, Holy Ghost, I need your help. Holy Ghost, help me in the name of Jesus. Karina Koli, Azariba Sobra, Avreli Katonda, Yili Katosdandayaba. Nino Akura Sunday, Kafromananda, Singli Kadaya. Lord, help us in the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord, Karina Sandaya. Lord, help us in the name of Jesus. Lord, help us in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, commit ourselves unto you as believers, as saints, Lord God Almighty. Take us through this journey, O God, and carry us, O God, in the name of Jesus, and hold our hands, O Lord. We place our hands into yours, into yours, O Lord. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we pray that whatever you demand from us, whatever you request from us, whatever it, whatever you require from us, O Lord, we'll be able, O Lord, to release and to say yes unto you always in the name of Jesus. O Lord, help us. We pray for the grace and the power to make it to the end in the name of Jesus Christ. Help us, O Lord, in Jesus Christ's mighty name, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. We pray for our teacher today, Lord, refreshing her. In the name of Jesus, give her new fire, new anointing in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, give her new anointing and grace in the name of Jesus. And we pray for our listeners, O Lord God Almighty, those that have been with us, and Lord, especially Wilhelmina Atuba, Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus. We have become family on this on this platform. We pray that in the name of Jesus, we will all together uh, be blessed. That all the graces that flows even on our ministry and from them also we rub on one another. Even if we do not, not see them physically, we pray that in the name of Jesus, every promotion you are giving us as individual, we, we speak for one another. In the name of Jesus, we pray that Lord, as you are visiting us in any way, you will visit us, we visit us together. In the name of Jesus, as you are conquering for us in every way, Lord, even we did not see them, all our listeners will see enjoy the same victory in the name of Jesus. And we will enjoy the same victory with them also in the name of Jesus. And if there is any attack of the enemy or anything that the enemy is doing against us, oh Lord, we will win together by your grace in the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, help us in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Glory and honor to your name. We appreciate you. 
We give you glory and honor and adoration for today. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. We want to say bye for now. God bless you for being with us in the name of Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord for your life in Jesus' name. Bye for now. Amen. Thank you.